You're dialed in to the Turn In 2 podcast with your hosts, Matt Mills and Tito. Welcome back, Cardinal fans, to another episode of the Turn In 2 podcast. Back with me, the Wordle God himself. He's got somebody special sitting next to him tonight. Tito, what's going on with you? Who do you got with you? I'm doing good. Uh, just a nice cold day. Eight inches of snow out here in uh, good old Edwardsville, Illinois. But uh, I've got my my beautiful wife next to me. So she's supervising us tonight. Good. Okay. Not only that, not only do we have Tito and his beautiful wife with him, um, we've also got two other guests, uh, Fish, Ryan Fisher, and um, a guy I like to call Johnny Joints also known as Sam Smitty. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're, uh, we're all partaking in some beverages and um, yeah, guys, how, how, how are you guys doing? I know Sam's dealing with the same weather I am because he lives three miles from me. Uh, Dev is, doesn't ever show up to anything. I invite him to uh, fish. How is, uh, how oh, is the uh, it's been a weird week. It's like cold. To- beginning of the week and it's like 60 degrees yesterday and it was like a monsoon today so yeah absolutely yeah we had like 60 degree weather like two days ago it was nice um but um anyways we've called this meeting so let's get it going um first and foremost one thing i want to talk about um that just um took place within the past couple days is a wonderful espn's top 100 baseball players um they had albert pools 30th uh tito how disrespectful is that to the one and the only the machine tito's really upset about this (laughs) 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 wow okay Um, yeah i'm really upset about this and i won't stop talking about it um let's let's be honest i mean when i saw him at number 30 i'm thinking okay there's no way but it, it it wasn't until I got to the players before him where I decided that was going to be the true litmus test as to whether they got this right or not. And then all of a sudden I see Derek Jeter in front of Albert Pools, two spots in front of Albert Pools for that matter. And I just thought to myself, there's no fucking way that this is a serious list. There's no way that that is even possible. Derek Jeter is not a better, better, a better baseball player than Albert Pujols. Um, and I'm pretty sure I, I told my wife that probably 10 different times throughout the course of the day, as I was just staring at this list and trying to make sense of what the hell I was actually reading. Yeah. I mean, I, I really, I sometimes like, I, I mean, we talk almost every day, um, but I couldn't stand living with you on a moment like that. Really? Um, Fish. No, you would. I'm sure Jenna, what do you think? How obnoxious was it when I just kept going on? Uh, He started reciting all kinds of stats at me. (laughs) A really, really good time. It's just the truth though. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, I can, I can pinpoint almost 20 stats 
that would prove that Albert Pujols is a better player. And all I got from Yankees fans were, oh, well, Derek Jeter's won five championships. Well, yeah. how many MVPs has he won? Oh, that's weird. None? Oh, Fish, my God. Fish, did you see anybody on the list above Pujols that kind of didn't make sense? Uh, I mean, yeah, there's a few on there. Like, the Derek Jeter thing for me, it's just like he he is only like that high because the team he played for. He's under a microscope his entire career, and like those those Yankees teams were stacked. He wasn't even the best player on the team. It's like that it, that that's the whole thing with with Derek Jeter. It's just like yeah, he was a he was a good player, but I mean he he's not obviously not better than Albert Pools. No, absolutely not. Um, Joints, did you look at uh, did you look at the list or no? Um, I looked at. I looked at a part of it. I didn't see – I didn't look at a whole lot below that. I want to start off by saying that ESPN is a fucking garbage network to begin with, so I don't, <laughs> I don't trust anything that they put out, to be, uh, to be honest with you. And for a network that spends maybe half an hour a year talking about baseball to come out with a top 100 baseball players, it makes me laugh. Um, but, yeah, I think it was – I think it was slighted being number 30. Um I'm with Tito to put Jeter above him. Um, I mean, and I'm not taking anything away from Jeter. Jeter, I think Jeter was a great ball player. Uh, I couldn't, I didn't like him because he played for the Yankees, but I liked him as a player. Um, but yeah, to put poo holes below him. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think that's a joke. Well, like me and Tito talked about our last podcast, you know, um, I, I think everybody, I mean, they, I don't even know if we talked about last podcast. I've drank a little much by now, but yeah. we, uh, you know, pools. A lot of people forget how great pools was the first half of his career. I mean, his stats haven't been that way for a couple of years now, but uh, I think a lot of people forget that, and it sucks. But at the same time, he's not thirtieth on a top one hundred. I, and I also, and you guys can agree, disagree, whatever. But if if the players of the ninth early 1900s played today, they would not have the stats that they do. And um, it kind of sucks for, you know, great pitchers today because they will, those, some of those pitching stats will never be touched. Um, but I was thinking earlier as I was looking at the list, because I hadn't looked at it till an hour and a half ago that, um, you know, at what point in time do you think that they start, separating or putting a divider in between years because let's be honest babe ruth probably wouldn't make it out of triple a in this day and age oh come on oh you are you arguing are you serious you think that fat hot dog eating dude is going to be able to pump out the amount of home runs that he did there is no change okay do we have do do we have a weight comparison between him and David Ortiz or him no. and Pablo Sandoval? I'm not no. saying that Pablo Sandoval is up there with David Ortiz or Babe Ruth by any means, but no, I mean, but let's be guy. honest. Babe Ruth is kind of a slob. Everything I've seen of him, he's kind of a slob. I, I, I have to point this out because this was what was funny to me. Like everyone with the exception of one player in the top 10 is in the uh, hall of fame. And then, uh, Barry Bonds at number eight, not in the Hall of Fame. Here's what I'm going to say about that. Here's my thinking on that. 
because I think they did that so they could get their clicks because, you know, oh, look, if we put him up here, everybody's going to go run. It just seems it seems backwards, though, dude. It's just like, you know, I don't know. Well, I I think about it in in terms of of the way Fish is pointing this out is essentially saying these are the top 10 players in baseball, right, ever. And the fact that the number eight guy who arguably is the best baseball player, you know, many people have ever seen isn't in the Hall of Fame because of whatever, whatever reason that people have said um, or decided it to be. The fact that he's not in the in the Baseball Hall of Fame um, makes you laugh a little bit because um, if they can recognize, if ESPN can recognize that um, Barry Bonds is a top 10 baseball player, no matter, you know, regardless of what happened, then where is the same attitude to put him into the Hall of Fame? Then? Yeah, um, I, I just don't understand that. Um, and that's what I think Fish is trying to say is that, you know, it's almost as disrespectful to include him in the top 10, but not be in the Hall of Fame. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It's much like Alex Rodriguez, right? He is falling off the ballot very quickly, has not gotten a lot of votes, but yet here he is as the 26th best player, according to ESPN, mm-hmm. um, uh, in baseball history. If you are, and this is what I would say in general. If you are in the top 100 baseball players, you should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's how I see that. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, is uh, nobody really answered my question? Is there even ask one? I did ask one, but nobody's paying attention. (laughs) Did you? Did you you ever? Do you? She did. She knows what she said. She's she's looking at me. What's What's the question then? The question is: Do you guys ever? put a draw a line in the um in the years of playing like because i said oh. babe ruth could not hold the jock strap of outer pools in 2020 uh, i think there's i think it's like certain players right it's like i think for instance like bob gibson in today's age he's still gonna strike out a shitload absolutely of i agree with that but you know, the complete game numbers will never be touched. Um, you know, they're oh no, I mean like never be touched. That was back in the days where they didn't care if people's yeah. arms fell off. You know what so. they say? Fuck your arm. Just keep throwing up. Let's, let's ask Janet. Let's ask Janet. Okay. Janet. Do you think that the lists that they come out with need to be separated into different eras? That players in the nineteen hundreds when baseball was in its infancy compared to now mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm. separated. I think you guys are deep in the weeds. And so if you're looking at somebody who isn't in it as much, there doesn't need to be a line drawn. Whoa. Um, I was telling Tito, Babe Ruth was number one because when you think of baseball, that's who you think of. Who, who, who's your favorite player of all time? I don't know that I have one. Yeah. It's me. It's you. Yeah. Look at my, <laughs> look at my strapping man walking in with his Molina jersey. Yeah, Edwardsville High School star. <laughs> oh man. She who but for real, if you had one player right now, who is it? It was probably Yachty. Uh, oh shit. Yes. <laughs> oh, up, Leo. He's got a favorite player. Get him up. We gotta get him. We gotta his his right. D- Dingle. Dingles. Ding, ding I don't know what the hell. 
Who is it? Who's yours? Dingy. Dingy. Is that what it was? Dingy. <laughs> Dingy. Dingy does work because, well, me and Smitty talked about it just a few minutes ago, but just whatever. <laughs> Do you even want to put out what you were talking about too? No, I, today was my first shower in a couple days. Like, <laughs> I haven't oh, left the okay. house. So. Well, so, no. Who's your favorite player then? Mine? Uh, yeah. Of all time? Yes. It's not. Uh, I don't know. I would say. I would say of all time, it's either going to have to be Pujols or uh, Edmonds. But I've got like a. I got. I'm left-handed, so is Jimmy Ball game. I emulated a lot of what he did. So that's just, I mean, mine's just a, you know. But I liked Ray Langford before him, you know, lefty outfielder, you know. So. Joints, do you got a favorite player? Yours is probably oh. like Pete Rose because that's that's whenever you watched baseball. <laughs> nice. No. <laughs> If if you knew me better, if you were a better friend, you'd know who my favorite player of all time was. Wow. <laughs> On the front card, man. Yikes. Yeah. Well, who who is it? The Wiz, man. Oh, yeah. I uh, took that picture with him. I I wore kangaroos growing up because he wore kangaroo cleats. I wore the number one from the time I was seven until I still wear it. And I'm going to be really softball. And I'm sorry to interrupt you. We are all too young to understand what the fuck a kangaroo cleat is. They're shoes. Okay, thank you. They're shoes. Okay, thank you. I wore kangaroo yeah, shoes. Kangaroo <laughs> kangaroo. Uh, I don't know what kangaroo cleats are, but I had kangaroo tennis shoes. Oh, there you go. Uh. <laughs> Same brand. Okay. Wait, fish. Who's your favorite player? I I'm not even gonna ask. I'm not even gonna ask Tito because then we'll be talking about Yachty for 35 minutes. <laughs> We'll spend we'll spend first of all, all damn first of all. That's not his favorite player. That's not my favorite player. No, it's probably Roberto Clemente, but uh, okay. Well then don't why are you gonna try and troll me like that? Because I know how you are, I know how these go. I say I say if I say yeah, you start going off on me. It's like, well, well Yachty, no, and I'm like, Tito, we're talking about dinner right now, not you know. Well, Yachty probably does need to come over for dinner sometime. He I does, know. he does. But okay, we fishing. better all be invited if that happens. No, I haven't been I've invited in 20 my door years. Is always open. My door is always open. Uh, fish, who's, fish. Who, who's that favorite player? I think it's probably Gibby. Really? No, it doesn't yeah. have to be Cardinals, though. It can be anybody. No, I know. I know. Because I know, I know from playing with you on MLB the show, you would have some off the wall player. You'd be like, oh, this is my guy right here. And I'm like, Okay, I mean, if that's your, if that's it, go for it. Uh, the like that, the last two years that was Gary Carter. There you go. <laughs> oh, we're going off MLB the show, dude. That guy just rakes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tito played for two weeks and he stopped. Well, I mean, when when you know the game is garbage and it's not, uh, it is. Garbage. It's not. It's not fun to get beat by somebody who just flicks a. A home run over the left field wall for no reason. Listen, so. all I know is that one of the times that I played Dinger, he he literally killed Trevor Hoffman on the mound. Wow. Yeah. So, so okay, I, I get a question since we're. I mean, this is just this for G. Um, is Tito actually a good cook? I mean, you can tell me the truth. He 
don't feel scared. If he's I'm not even going to look at her while she answers this question. Oh, no, you're so staring I, at her. I know you No, are. no, I'm not. I promise. She Jen. makes certain dishes very well. Yeah. And that's all he cooks. Okay, second question. Who do you like better, Tito or Leo? I can't answer that. I mean, you can. I saw you almost push him into the street yesterday on a sled. I uh, was he was going too slow. There's just no way he could have made it there. Dude was Clark Griswold yesterday. <laughs> well, hey, this, so this is something that you guys actually didn't see in the video. By the time I was going down the hill, I was so heavy that the, that nobody had to even push me. I literally was so heavy that my sled was just moving on its own. It, it was really embarrassing. That's fine. I mean, I have really, really embarrassing. You were the embodiment of speed. I don't. I don't yeah, know. I know. I know. I couldn't help it. Well, that's good. I mean, as long as everybody's staying warm, you know, that's important to me that everybody's warm. So, Tito, last last time we spoke, we talked that um, that uh, that we thought they were going to come. The MLB and the Players Association was going to come to an agreement, you know, mid to late February. Um, mm-hmm. After the news today that the MLB is searching for a federal mediator, um, how how are you feeling on that? I, I guess I'm a little indifferent in terms of what it truly means. I, I truly don't know. Uh, on one hand, I think maybe the, that it's a good thing that they're getting somebody involved so that, you know, this can be taken, quote unquote, seriously and say, hey, let's get this done. We've got, you know, so many days until, you know, the first week of spring training, which is pretty much all but guaranteed not going to happen, I think. Yeah, but. Yeah. Spring training is literally right around the corner, so they have to figure something out soon. On the other hand, if you're a pessimist, then you would say, well, crap, now they have to find somebody to get them involved because they can't talk to each other because they're not grown adults, whatever, yada, yada, yada. But that's that's a pessimistic view, I would say. So I'm indifferent. I think overall it should help because it will force them to come to the table and say, hey, we need to hammer these details out now. I mean, what if, you know, tomorrow somebody comes out and says, well, the reason why they got a federal mediator was to make sure that the money makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, it could be yeah. something, it, 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 you know, it's just a, a piece of news that you can either take, you know, really well or really poorly. Absolutely. Uh, Joints, when do you feel like there's going to be a deal between the Players Association and the owners? Honestly, I don't know. Um, okay, thank I, you. I, I, I completely... No, I'm just joking. Oh, am I done? That's all right. You go ahead. It's no, fine. go ahead. Finish it off. When do you think? <laughs> no, I, I really don't know, but I, I just feel like both sides of the table are acting like prima donnas right now. I mean, neither one of them want to talk to each other. Every time that one side proposes something, the other one acts like it's complete bullshit. Um, I really haven't kept up with it that much, but everything that I've seen... Um, just points to that. And I, I think it's a fucking joke right now. And I think both sides of the table need to fucking grow up and come to an agreement. So we don't have another fucking 1994. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they need to bring a third party in like a, I don't I, I'm just pissed off about the whole thing. I'm super pissed off about the whole thing. And if we have a delay or a strike in this season, I'm not going to say I'm not going to 
come back and watch, but I am definitely not going to have a good attitude towards the MLB. Um, but if, if you need to bring a third party in here to get shit done so we have a season or a non-shortened season, then fucking do it. But, uh, but yeah, I have no idea when it's going to come to an end. I don't think that spring training is going to start on time. Um, and I'm just praying to God that we don't have another shortened season or another, you know, weird season like we've had in the two, last two years. Absolutely. Fish, when do you think uh, season, are they going to come to an agreement? I would hope so soon. But obviously the mediator, like they hired a mediator in 94 and that's going to fix the issues. Uh, you know, I don't want to just like instantly side with the players, but I, I am like, that's kind of what I'm leaning towards now. It's like the last, both the last time, two times that they've done the, the CBA, it's like they've finally caved and accepted a shitty deal. And, you know, they've had enough. They put their foot down and, well, the owners locked them out, have refused to negotiate with them. Like the, the separation between them and the players is like not gotten any better. And now, instead of continually wanting to negotiate them, negotiate with them face to face, they're like, oh, we're going to hire a mediator. So it's just like, I don't know. It's like they're just trying to avoid the issue. And at this point, it seems like the owners don't care if the season gets delayed, whereas the players do. At least that's the consensus I have at the moment. Yeah. Well, of course, I wish it happened sooner rather than later. But at the same time, I mean, it's not looking bright. Um, G, when do you think it's gonna? They're gonna come to an agreement. She had to step away. Oh, was she yeah. fell. She filling up the glasses. Uh, no, but she's uh, taking care of Leo. So gotcha. Word. Okay. Um, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I just think that uh, it's it's not you know it's not looking good right now. <laughs> but I hope they come to an agreement quickly because I, I know a lot. A lot of people bank on the, the fact that uh, of the date that pitchers and catchers report, and that's something big. And, you know, it shows us the baseball season's upon us. And at this point in time, you know, I don't like where it's going. So, um, no, I, I, and I don't either, but I'm still, I'm still clean. I'm going to still stick to my prediction from last week. I say they get a deal done by the end of Jill, or, uh, February 11th. I almost said July. Uh, but February 11th is my is my date. February 11th. Yeah. Holy smokes! What what do you what do you want? Uh, that's cool. I mean, obviously, uh, look. I, again, this is something that is carrying over far too long already. But there's obvious there's an obvious uh, methodology to this. Do I think spring training is going to be the full spring training? No, I don't. But I do expect the season to start on time. And the only way that they get that done is that they push through this next week, get a deal done by February 8th. And like I said, by February 21st, I think that's when spring training starts. Here's the thing, though. I can't remember if it was you you guys, Tito and Dingy. I can't remember if it was you or another podcast that uh, brought this point up. But it's not like this is – just drop in their laps i mean they've seen this coming for what three years four years yeah yeah i mean it's it's been out there and there's been 
there's been plenty of time for them to get together and be like, hey, let's hash this out. I mean, there's no reason why, even during the even during the shortened 2020 season, that would have been a perfect time for them to virtually come together and hash this shit out and say, here's what we need to do. Let's come to an agreement. And no, they wait till the last damn minute. And that's what frustrates me so much about both sides of the table. I mean, I'm, I'm with Fish. I mean, I'm, I'm on the player's side, you know, almost 100%. But, it's, I mean, it's like, come on, guys. You've had years to figure this thing out. And we're waiting till days before pitchers and catchers are supposed to report and hoping and praying to God that, something happens to where you guys can just agree on something so we can have a full season. Mm -hmm. I find it. I find that interesting that, you know, you bring up that point that they've had all this time to do uh, to work these things out. Um, My, my thing is, is did they truly want to do that? Would they be able to do that knowing that, the owners would not budge on certain things um, or that point. players would not budge on certain things. It's, it's super easy to say, and I'm not saying that you're wrong here because they definitely had time. What I'm saying is, is that if you are a stakeholder going to the table and you know, somebody's not going to budge on a point, then the deal is never going to happen. And for them, let's take the DH, for example, the players may want the DH or the owners may want the DH because it brings in runs. It creates more excitement, yada, yada. But there are, I'm sure there are plenty of players just as much as they are fans that are baseball purists and say, no, baseball is meant to be played with the pitcher hitting just like you did in high school, just like you did in um, elementary school and whatever. I mean, I know in high school, they eventually adopted the DH, but my point being is that the nine players on the field are the ones that are hitting. And if you know that the players are resistant to that, you as an owner are sitting there saying, well, what am I supposed to do? How can I get something done? So even if they had all this time, is the condition for a meeting or are the conditions palatable for something to happen? And obviously that was not the case. Doesn't mean they couldn't get it done, but maybe there was not a will to get it done. Yeah, but That's I mean, I don't know. I, I saw something today where um, they are wanting to expand the playoffs. And I guess the owners, maybe, I don't know which side of it wanted it more, but somebody wanted the um, season shortened to 154 games. If that's the case, I'd take it. Yeah, I'd take that. If I'm a team, <laughs> I'd take that. I, I would love to play 154 games. It's less stress on the body. Yes, you got to expand your playoffs, and, you, you know, standings might be a little bit funkier that way. Yeah. But I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. So so are you if, – if that's the case, then, it, you know, with a shortened season, um, I mean, would you want it to go – Shortened season by eight games doesn't seem like shortened season to me. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not arguing the shortened season part. But my question is, would you want them to take or would you want them to play in the same frequency they do now 
and end sooner or would you want them to have more rest throughout the year and end, you know, in October, like we usually do? I'd take, I'd take, uh, personally, um, there's nothing like October baseball in my opinion. So I would give them more rest in between. I agree. If I, I agree. I think play, if I was a player, I would want more rest in between. Mm-hmm. That yeah, if they were going to do that, eight games less, then yeah, I agree. I th- I think more rest for them because then you see less injuries, you see less fatigue. Toward, you know, in September. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I I think that would benefit it more than just a shortened season my, you know, that my, everybody's looking for. Yeah, and my only thing here is, is I, and I should have said this as a caveat, is I'm not looking for this to be like, you know, um, that many teams expanded playoffs, right? Um, I don't think that's that's necessary. Um, I don't think it needs to be anything like football either. I don't think it needs to be eight teams aside a, a here. Um, what I would consider expanded playoffs is – I would consider a three three game wild card series. I would definitely keep that on the table. Um, I think it's needed. I think the Cardinals had they been in a three game series with the Dodgers, I think they take them. Um, I would I would definitely keep that on the table. Um, and you know maybe you consider a, a, a three wild card scenario where the first wild card awaits a, a second and a third and that second third one is a play in game. Um, there are a lot of different scenarios that you could come up with, but I would start with the uh, three game set for a wild card series before I get to the divisional series um, and then so on and so forth. Um, so that that is my caveat. I'm not looking for, you know, 10 teams to make the playoffs per league. Um, but I but I would seriously reconsider how you not only get to the wild card series, but also the the seeding of the of the teams. Um, maybe it needs to move to a um, re- overall record where your record is what is the indicator of how or where you finish in the playoff bracket. Yes, you win the division. That's all great. Maybe that gets you home field advantage for your series. But it, in the overall scheme of how you finish in the season, uh, it will not matter. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, that's a valid point. I mean, you look at somebody like the Dodgers and the Giants this year. Um, but Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a – it's a perfect example, right? I mean, again, could you have imagined, right, the Dodgers have this crazy season – they lose the wild card game to the Cardinals. And the only thing that you would hear from media would be, well, I can't believe that the, the Los Angeles Dodgers had such a great season, but they lost it all in one game. Mm-hmm. No different than the overtime rules that we're experiencing here with the NFL, right? Bills get job because of a coin flip. Oh, God. Oh, no, we're on. not. Well, <laughs> you have to bring that. I'm doing it. Bring I'm doing it. it. We cannot I'm talk it. about I'm this. Not, I'm, no, not, we're, not, we're, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, you got job by a coin flip. It's not we're their gonna fault. Be here, the we're going to be the here Chiefs twice won. the time if you bring That's up fine. football right now. The Chiefs won, but my point still is valid. Dude. There are rules that are that govern sort these sort of things. Um, and sometimes people find it unfair. I'm just saying. Josh so I, I'm. <laughs> it was so bad. 
Look, Joe Burrow, baby. Oh, fuck Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Uh, well, you know what? Beat him next time. I know. He he, he won. Yeah, the, the hands down, they won. I mean, I I could bring up a lot of points to that game, but but nope. at the end of the day, this the is Bengals a baseball the podcast. This is a baseball podcast. <laughs> I'm not the one here. that brought it up. You're right. <laughs> Tito's just he's on one. Never heard of him. Tito? I know me either. Wordle God. <laughs> oh shit. God, if I, I hear uh, Wordle right. one more Game's time, wrong. I'm gonna. Oh my god. Fish, what were you gonna say? I said, you know, it's coming down to the wire tomorrow. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'll end up on top, but, you know. Okay. Is this another Wordle thing? No. Wordle days every day, buddy. Get it right. <laughs> he's going to start playing before you know it, and then he's going to be like, man, this game's great. <laughs> I don't know why everybody's playing this here Wordle game. I don't care about their scores. Okay. Well, I don't care what you think. I don't even know what what the scores mean. You guys come out with like two twenty six, two dash six. Oh no, that's just I don't know. That's just the puzzle number, right? Right, Diggy. Oh. That's the puzzle number. <laughs> oh yeah, because he didn't enter the puzzle number. I keep entering the word into the. Yeah. Anyway, back to back to business here. Back to business. Well, I mean, um, fish. You got plans coming into games this summer? You know. Uh, do you have a plan uh, to come to St. Louis in May? See how that goes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, that's why I'm not really heartbroken if the MLB season gets delayed. Because, I mean, I've got minor league baseball. Um, I don't have that here. I mean, I'm if the season's delayed. I mean, they might have some record crowds at Hammond's Field this summer. Um, but I enjoy it regardless. I mean. Once the first pitch happens, I mean, it's baseball till you know, October. So, it's definitely still my pastime. So, um, Tito, you got any plans to go to a Cardinals game this summer? Absolutely. I've got season, partial season tickets. So, I've got numerous dates bookmarked. I'm going to go see the Blue Jays when they're in town. Um, can't wait to see Vladdy Jr. That's going to be a lot of fun. Very special. Um, I do have two seats for October 2nd, 2022. Yachty, Wayno, last game. Um, I will cry. Um, it'll be very sad, but they will be very happy tears as well. Um, I'm going to see the Mets when they're in town. Uh, I'm going to go see my boy Francisco Lindor. New York. That's right. Wow. Um, That's uh, Sugar, Sugar Diaz. Who else is coming to town that I've got? Mm, I don't know, but I do have, I am in the works. So I got to get uh, approval from the missus mm-hmm. uh, to, to get up to Boston to go see a game. I would really like oh, to Oh, man. That. I'm telling you what, Fenway, the whole atmosphere around Fenway Park is the best. And they've actually, I don't know if I ever told you this, they got a bar in center field um, under, underneath those uh, seats in center field. And before the game, they got a garage door that comes back up and you can look right into uh into the field. It's actually it's probably one of the coolest experiences that I've that I've had at a ball game. But uh, well, I, I'm I'm trying to get to to a weekend game there. They play I think in June. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday set. So my goal is to hopefully maybe uh tackle the Friday night game um and then 
maybe catch uh, the Saturday game in Boston, just, you know, downtown at a bar and just get my brains beat in because I'm rooting for the Cardinals. So, no, no, they're, they're, no, I, no, I didn't have no issues at all. They're, you know, they're not bad. They may like you more than they like me. Probably. Probably. Joints, what's your plans? For games? Um, Yeah, definitely plan on getting up there for a game this year. We didn't go last year once, which was super disappointing. And my oldest son. I'm sorry. It is. Yeah, I am too. We we just got super busy over the summer, and my oldest son had – He's a member of the Cardinals Kids Club, so he had uh, free tickets to go to a game, but they carry over to next season, so we, we're definitely going to get up there and take advantage of that. Um, and honestly, I only, I only made it to maybe one or two Springfield Cardinals games last year. I mean, it, it, it was just a super busy summer, and I, mean, I didn't I miss probably out. Find numerous times I invited you, but – Horseshit. Uh, it's not. It's not. It, 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 I invited it, Tito down. I said, man, you guys should come down one week and I'll get some tickets. Did he come down? No, of course he didn't. Hey, did you come over when I asked you to? Buddy. He won't come over ever. I know, I know, I know. For me. I know. I've invited him to my house I don't I know. know how many times. Look, look, I look. Hey, fish, when you're in town. Just stay at my house. You don't need to go anywhere else. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll cook for you. I got you. It's not a big deal. You just have to deal with the baby. That's not. It's not a big. The deal. baby. He ain't no baby. He's a grown ass man. You're right. He is pretty big. Big Leo season. Big Leo season. Leo needs to get on this show sometime. <laughs> I'm trying to keep him away from all the haters out there. I don't want his. I don't want his ass getting whipped too soon. <laughs> that daddy's got to teach teach him those lessons first. Man, yeah, yeah. No baseballs. Hopefully they get the sauce. Because I mean, as it heats up, we're ready to go. You know, um, Tito. It's Thursday. We're all partaking in some beverages. Um, I mean, I told you earlier we were going to discuss it. What's your, what's your uh, big news that you got to, to, to let out? Well, thanks to the generous donations from Ryan Fish and a couple others, um, we are going. To, we are excited. You and I are very excited about this. I think we've talked about it a couple of different times. But we are excited to announce that during the baseball season, for as many Thursdays as we can, um, we are now going to have a second show. It's a live show um, that'll be called um, Tito Thursdays. And the premise of this is that on, you know, the Wednesday beforehand, I'll ask, you know, on Twitter um, for somebody to give me a vodka recipe that they really like. And uh, using Tito's vodka, I will have that'll be the drink of choice for the live show where we will kind of do something sort of similar to what we're doing now, roundtable discussion, even just taking questions, live chat. We'll talk about the Cardinals week that is, what's going on, um, if we hate the team or if we love the team, or are we just ready to just uh, mail it in and, and uh, skip to 2023, I guess. So uh, that's the big news. Tito Thursdays beginning um, right when the season starts, really. So that first Thursday um, – 
which <laughs> we'll only have like two games to talk about, but Hey, or maybe even just one, but uh, it'll be an exciting adventure um, for us all. Um, but yeah, it's a, it should be a good time. Good. I'm, I'm stoked for it. Yeah. Just come on and harass you nightly, really, but that's just me. You already do that. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Well, um, fish working the, the good people of, uh, that's listening to this find you Uh, on Twitter at rfish 36. Okay. Are you side question? Are you planning on getting the MLB show whenever it comes out? Yeah, uh, if it still comes out on PS4, since I can't get a PS5. Well, <laughs> you get an Xbox. It's better. Well, hey, no, he's better than that. He's better than that. Joints, where can the, the, the fine people find you at? Um, at On Twitter, at SamSmitty9. Johnny. I did want to ask you guys, though, too. Okay. Um, I'm not taken away from his player ability or what he's done Ooh. but did anyone else do a double check or excuse me do a double take when they saw bryce harper on that espn <laughs> even at 94 i think it's a little high it's a little premature in my eyes but i mean the dudes won two mvps i don't i don't like i thought I mean, it was a little high well i mean okay just asking i think the problem with bryce harper is is that Yes, he's won two MVPs, but he has he had a career so far that has been anything similar to what we've experienced. Like, look, there's a reason why there's a, a degree of separation or, you know, a lot between Albert Pujols and Bryce Harper. Put aside the fact that Bryce Harper or Albert Pujols is, you know, towards the tail end of his career. But has Bryce Harper done anything remotely close to what Albert Pujols has done? No, not not a chance. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why it might look funky to us is because there have not been totally dominant seasons. I mean, think about the season that Chris Bryant won his MVP award. He was only batting 280 something. Um, yeah, he had like 39, 40 home runs and whatnot. But when Pools was winning his MVPs, he was batting 300, 40 home runs, 100 something RBI. And you wouldn't even blink twice about it because that's who he was. So when these players are on there, you know, I, I understand why they're on there, much to Fish's point. I mean, he's won two MVPs. Let's not take that away from him. He's He is a good player. Will he be in the Hall of Fame? As I Like I said, anybody who makes this list should be a future Hall of Famer or a Hall of Famer already. Um, is he going to make it to the Hall of Fame? I, I don't know. I, I can't sit here and tell you that he, that he would. Um, he's won two MVPs though. And that speaks a lot to the kind of player he already is, but it also could speak to how bad the rest of the, you know, NL was, but that can't be the case because the guys that he's beating out are Fernando Tatis Jr. Who is already doing miraculous things at at his young age. So to see him on the list, maybe it's a little funky, but I'm not, I'm not going to see again. I don't have much, nearly as much of a problem with that than I do with Derek Jeter beating out our rules. Tito, you verbalized that perfectly for me. I mean, I, I just kind of threw it out there, but that that, that was perfect. Um, just my point is, is he's still, you know, fairly young in his career. I mean, 
to put him on that list, I'd like to see him more advanced in his career, if that makes sense. Yeah. To, he, to see him right. in that. It's right. no diff- and it's no different. And well, let me, let me backtrack this. There is some difference here. Let me put it to you this way. Mike Trout, who was on the, I can't remember what number he is, uh, but he's within the top 20, I believe, or top 25. Player. Uh, Trout's 15. 15, right. Does he belong at 15 no. at where he is in no. his age? See, and that's and that's where I would agree with you. I don't think so because I and I said this earlier today on Twitter. If you look at the first 10 years of the uh, Pujols versus Trout, Pujols would walk over Mike Trout 10 times over 10, and you wouldn't tell me any different. But I think there is some recency bias as to we've never seen anything like Mike Trout since Alvin Pujols really did what he started to do. I don't and even Mike know if Trout, it's go, go ahead. ahead. Okay. And and Mike Trout, what Mike Trout has is he is a true five-tool player. A true five-tool player. Pujols was not a five-tool player. He doesn't have speed. No. Mike Trout is a full five-tool player, the same way Barry Bonds was a five-tool player whenever he was just dominating the league. Um, obviously his stolen bases and his speed, you know, dwindled with his age and whatnot. And the same thing will happen with Mike Trout but these are his type of players is just really not seen anymore the problem with Mike Trout as what has happened to pool holes is is that he's been hurt and so his 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 legacy or his his career is being hampered because of these injuries no different than Ken Griffey Jr who again do I think he deserved to be on the top 25 list maybe I mean, he's a great player there's no doubt about that, but could you honestly tell me he was that much better than Albert Pujols? I don't think so. And I, find and that- I know that I'm using him a lot, Pujols a lot in my in my comparisons, but I'm what I saw from Pujols has never been duplicated, and probably won't be duplicated ever again. Correct, and I think I think a lot of the reason why Trout is put on a pedestal, if you will is because of social media um that's just my thoughts obviously but But then you can't but then how can anybody argue that and say that well he doesn't get enough social media presence no i'm not saying that i'm saying he doesn't he doesn't bring himself out enough Uh, for mlb you know you got tatis twos out there all the time but that's that's my i mean if 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 social media was a big thing whenever pools was really raking people over the coals, you know, it would be, there would be no question. Um, But everybody now is just seeing what he's doing now. And it's not, you know, it's kind of like I, like I spoke last time we spoke about Wainwright, you know, everybody's talking about what he's doing now and not, you know, the early parts of his career. And um, so I, I I don't know. I, I just think it's kind of weird to put trout so high when, He's still fairly early in his career, and people don't know what Pujols did. You know, we saw oh. it. Go ahead, man. I, I'm sorry, I cut you I'm off. Done. I'm yeah, I'm done. Now, I mean, you're the Wainwright thing. I mean, that's that's a totally different conversation because he's he's a completely different pitcher. Than he was before. I mean, he has completely revamped his career, and what he's doing now is just amazing. I mean, it's out of this world to think that 
you know, two, three years ago, people were thinking that he was done. Like he was completely done and needed to retire. And then he comes back and last year he's arguably our he was. I'm not even gonna say he arguably. Was. I'm gonna say he was. he was our best freaking pitcher on on the staff. If if it was not for Wainwright, that seventeen that seventeen game win streak wouldn't have mattered. He kept us in um, contention to get to that seventeen game win streak when we were losing like crazy. But every fifth day, when Wainwright would come in and he would gut out a fucking win. That's what kept us in in contention to be able to make that run. And that was the most incredible pitching performance by a pitcher of his age that has had so many injuries. If you count up the injuries that that guy's had, there's no way you think that he's pitching at this age. None. I mean, that, I, I can't even just, I can't even explain it, but I mean, the, what, what he's, what he did last year, was incredible, was amazing. I mean, it, it it should have a 30 for 30. I'm not even joking. He should have a 30 for 30 for the for what he did last year. Hell, what he did for us in the, in the one game against the Dodgers. My God. Oh, I, we – okay, now you're going to get me started. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going <gonna, laughs> to have to jump in here. Every, every, everybody is jumped on us on the offense about not – showing up in that game we stayed with scherzer mm-hmm. max fucking scherzer until the last pitch of the ninth inning of the bottom of the ninth one bad pitch and we lost the game we stuck with the best pitcher in major league baseball one bad pitch for nine innings too so well you know yeah well everybody saw that i mean uh, who, who wasn't I mean, you know, who wasn't calling for him to go after that? But the way he went was totally and, – and now we're getting off on – and I'll, now I'm getting off on a totally different subject. But, but anyway, my point is we stuck with the best team in baseball. We stuck with the best pitcher in baseball through, nine, through eight and a half innings because of Adam Wainwright. Mm-hmm. I think he's turned, him, turned himself into more of a – like a Greg Maddox type, you know, he doesn't have to go out there and throw it 105. And I mean, it's doing him wonders. I mean, I'd put the game on his back anytime, any place, you know. Um, but I think two, three years ago, would I say that? Absolutely not. But right. I mean, Tito, we saw it at that game, that clinching game, you know? Yeah. Uh, there's. We said it last time with Wainwright. I mean, there's still a lot of things that he has to do to be considered one of the great pitchers in the game. I mean, there's no doubt that he's a, a for, for sure Cardinal Hall of Famer. Um, he's easily, in my opinion, the second best uh, starting pitcher the Cardinals have ever had. Um, you know, obviously behind Bob Gibson. Um, you know, I know a lot of comparisons to Chris Carpenter. Um, but I would take Adam Wainwright at this point. Uh, I've seen enough out of him that makes me say that uh, Adam Wainwright is easily uh, the second best pitcher the Cardinals have ever had in their organization, just on a, a pure pitching performance and leadership as well. You, you know, you can't keep, leave those uh, 
intangibles out of, of this discussion. Um, so what he's been able to do and recreate his career um, at, to, to, to Smitty's point here about his injuries is nothing short of amazing. Um, and you know what, if this is his last year, um, I just, I really, really want him to get to 200 wins as we talked about last episode. Um, but even if he doesn't get there, I want him to go out with what he would consider his, you know, his all out effort. I want him to leave it all out there on the line every single time. Um, and you know, maybe there's a little bit of, of that magic that happens when, you know, two of your, your leaders are retiring at the end of this year. Maybe that, uh, you know, puts, pushes the boys to, to, you know, play, play a little harder, play a little tougher. Um, and, and win uh, those, those tight ball games where, you know, it's going to matter at the end of the day. Well, not only that, but the, just the type of guy he is. I mean, yeah, that's um, after, after winter warmups got canceled, he immediately came out and was, where, where's it going to be Springfield, Illinois at, at like a, yeah, Springfield, Illinois here in a couple yeah. days. And just just going out of his way to go out there and just be with fans and sign autographs and you you don't see you don't see a whole lot of that you know anymore with not just baseball players but professional athletes in general um, you know to do that I mean just to realize that fans are suffering and be like hey I'm I'm gonna go out there and do something special for you know a, a group of fans I mean it's just he's he loves the game. He loves the fans. And, I mean, he's one of my favorite uh, Cardinals of all time. I mean, hands down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, big fan. Big, big Adam Wainwright guy right here. Um, So, okay, I mean, Johnny Joints loves, you know, he loves – the hot take session. So the hot take session. <laughs> he loves it. He loves it. Begs for it. So we're all gonna do our own hot take. Um, and I'm gonna let Fish go first. Fish, what's your what's your hottest take for well, we'll leave it baseball related. Baseball related. Uh for like the upcoming season or no, anything at all. Anything at all. We won't put no restrictions on it. Um, God, you're putting me on the spot here, man. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say bunting stupid in like any situation. <laughs> I don't like bunting at all. I mean, fair enough. I mean, no, I, I know we see it no, 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 no. I know Tito's not going to agree with that because he likes his Pro- productive, productive outs. Productive outs. <laughs> but here's the y'all, thing. Y'all laugh. Y'all laugh, but you know it's true. But here's the thing. It, it is. You can get a productive out just by hitting the ball if you know, you down contact. the line. Yes. <clears throat> anyway, Joints, this is this is your This is your ball game. I yeah. want to hear your hottest flaming take. So I thought about this before. Oh, you were prepared. Oh, Fuck that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about it just in case it came up, but my hot takes are not baseball. And I've got a few. So oh, hold God. on. Here we fucking this go. is like this is like Festivus. 
Okay. <laughs> I've got a lot of stuff I'm going to air out here. Yeah, air it out. Hey, easy, out. easy, easy. All right. Wordle <sighs> is irritating. You are too. Pineapple. I'm yeah, this... I muted him. I muted him. I muted him. Nope. Oh, I muted him. We That's... weren't. We weren't I... allowing that. Okay. No. Nope. Nope. I mean, and hey. he unmuted himself. If if you come back in here with a wordle take, the creators of the w- weekly wordle challenge, and he wants to drop that on us. What's up with that? Wor- Wordle's annoying. <laughs> okay, that's my first one. Mm-hmm. All right. Second, pineapple belongs on pizza. Yeah, baby. Thir- yeah. Okay. Third. Third. Sauerkraut is good. Lock it. Are how you, are you gonna come on, with like? Wait, wait, how wait, are you wait, gonna come wait, with like on, three on. of the worst things? Let me, <laughs> let me ask this very direct question: You want to fight? You want to fight? Bro. You want to fight tonight? Because that was literally that all was... of those three. Wait, Wordle on me, pizza, pineapple on pizza on me, sauerkraut on me. You got a problem with me? I honestly. Yeah. I couldn't remember. I thought the pineapple thing was on dingy, but no, uh, I love it's the same no, thing. No, no, no. It's the same thing for me. No, all of those, dude. Ooh, pineapples ooh. doesn't you know go what? on pizza. You know what? Here's exactly. my hot. I'm I'm just skip everybody else right now. This is my hot take. The Chiefs suck. I don't give a shit what anybody. God says. damn it, Smitty, you did it to yourself. Chiefs suck. <laughs> they did in the second half of that last game. I agree with you. Win games. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, that's, games. that's all you got to do. Win today. Suck. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Dingy. My hot take? Yeah. Um. Here's my hottest take of all. Um, I think that – I think Tyler O'Neill wins, wins the MVP this year. Wow. Wow. Okay. I mean, that is hot. Be hot, yeah, honestly, in one way. I, I honestly, I could see if he plays like he did last year and improves, I could see it. Yeah, it'd be hard to improve on what he did. He <laughs> was really good. I mean, that. I mean, it'd be hard to improve on what he did. But seriously, I mean. Okay, so then in a couple weeks when we do our cardinal predictions, I'm going to hold you to that. Ah, goddamn! You're still bringing back. The Bader take from 14 years ago. It's not my fault that you said he was going to be our best hitter and he was arguably our worst hitter. That was that was 34 years ago. <laughs> I mean, literally. We were recording this on, a, on a tape player. Literally. Uh, before, uh, before, before we end this, uh, happy birthday to Skip Schumacher. Woo! Bench coach. Birthday Skip. Woo! Skip, Skippy. I can't wait to uh, make a meme that's uh, Shannon Sharp related, and just when something Skip Schumacher happens, we just start posting the Skip meme for uh, Undisputed. Well, is anybody are you talking about? Skip. Are you talking about Skip Schumacher or Skip Bayless? No. So, uh, you know, obviously Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless do Undisputed, right? Right. So there's a meme out there whenever Skip Bayless does something stupid that that uh, Shannon Sharp's like leaning over his desk with mouth wide open and he's like Skip. So God, I'm, Skip is. So I'm Skip just gonna post that every every time 
something happens to skip Schumacher in the Cardinals game, which just start spit spamming that. Skip Bayless is such a dumpster fire. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. Hey, Tito fish is nice talking to you guys tonight. Appreciate all y'all having me on. Thanks. I don't fucking matter. So. Been a good, uh, good episode. If you guys want to listen to the turn Two podcast, please subscribe on Apple iTunes, uh, Spotify and uh, Google podcasts. Until next time, Tito, what is it? How about them? How about them? <laughs>